Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's version of our podcast. I'm Lori Joy, founder and owner of Growing Globals, and I'm really excited to have you here. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, welcome. And if it's not, welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking about contribution in our mental health, specifically with our children. Now, if you know anything about Growing Globals, you know that it involves raising little global citizens, one mama at a time. And so not only is the contribution bit so important for us as moms, but um, when it comes to our children and their mental health, I think that this is vital. So I want to share with you a little information that I have from the Canadian Mental Health Association. Now, mental health, I've noticed being an educator. So those of you who don't know me, I'm a, I've been a, an educator for the past 22 years, both at the high school and university level. And I have really noticed a lot of Well, I'll just say I've noticed a lot of decline in the mental health of our children. Now, I think there's a lot of different factors that allude to that. Um, And I'm not going to get into that particular uh, portion of our talk today. But let's talk about what the Canadian Mental Health Association deems as vital for us to thrive in our mental health. Now, um, mental health is something that a lot of us right now think is taboo, or sometimes we're embarrassed to talk about it or share about it. I really hope that after you hear maybe this particular podcast, or if you know me personally and know the the story that my family has um, suffered with in terms of mental health, that you'll really take the time to be more aware of it. And really to be more um, maybe open to talking about it or sharing your mental health. So the Canadian Mental Health Association, of course, has done a lot of research. um, And they say here everything from Western psychology to Indigenous knowledge. And they've looked at various descriptions of mental health. And the overlaps are really... um, striking, they, they say. So in order to reach our ultimate mental health, and it's really not about being happy all the time, of course, that there will be times when we are sad, or, you know, really, you know, just want to chill or really gloomy, you know, I, I cannot, I really want to love on the people who came up with that movie Inside Out, where it has all of the emotions going on in this young girl's brain and in the moms and in the dads. And it shows joy and it shows anger and it shows fear and it shows sadness and how they all play a vital part in our emotions. Like we have those emotions for a reason. And when you don't walk around, you know, shitting rainbows and unicorns every day, it doesn't mean that you're depressed or you're suffering from mental health. But what it does mean is that those emotions are there and they should be more than apt to show on a daily basis if need be. Now, I just want to preclude 
my talk about the Canadian Mental Health Association, our mental health contribution that I am in no way, shape or form a psychologist or an expert, but the Canadian Mental Health Association is. And so when they report about something and it fits into what it is that I am doing as far as growing globals, then I, I'm, I'm here to share that with you. So one of the things they consider um, that we all need in order to thrive is a sense of self. So just feeling confident about your opinions, even if they're different from what other people think or believe. And sometimes this is something our, our children struggle with, right? Going against the norm, not always agreeing with their friends because they can be ousted or made fun of. Um, and as having an eight-year-old boy who is a sensitive young man, um, or young boy, I really try hard to um, encourage him to find his own voice and stand up for himself. Um, think that people, you know, respect you, but you can also disagree and feel okay about yourself. Feel that they are the expert of their own life. Um, you know, that whole adage, <laughs> my mom used to say this to me, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? And, you know, silly stuff like that. And so obviously knowing that if our friends are doing something that we don't agree with, it's okay for us to say no, and they will still be your friends, right? And then um, just consider themselves to be a really good person and have that self-love and know that they deserve to feel well. So that encompasses the sense of self in terms of your mental health, according to the Canadian Mental Health Association. They also believe in purpose and sense of meaning. And I will talk about this a lot during our podcast, just having a purpose for your life. So when I coach my mamas through the Mojo Mama and helping them turn their own shit show into their mojo, we always talk about purpose and sense of meaning. And what do you really want to have in your life? And if we don't start to live that life that we really want and pursue our passions and pursue, pursue our purpose, then we are not showing or modeling that for our children. We don't want to always be giving, 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 and never taking the time to ourselves to find our purpose, live that meaningful life, because our children watch and see what we do and they emulate it. So, you know, in terms of finding your purpose and your sense of meaning, um, the Canadian mental health refers to things such as reaching, like feel like you're reaching your potential, like you're really striving towards something. Do you have a goal? Do you have an ultimate goal? Feel that you are growing as a person. I can tell you that my life changed so drastically when I stopped doing a lot of spending a lot of time on professional development. I am a voracious learner. So I was always learning how to make my classroom better and do things on the cutting edge that were great for my students. And when I not stopped doing it, but didn't put, you know, kind of had a split between personal and I started to doing, sorry, professional. And I started to do personal, um, development 
wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Life changing. When I started to go events and start to read books and surround myself with people who were learning or living toward their purpose. Life changing. Um, knowing that the world is better with you in it. That the world would not be working toward being harmonious or, you know, beautiful or, you know, even if we're doing something with our children to clean the environment, even the earth, you know, being more clean and, and wonderful to spend in, um, if we don't think that the world is a better place without us in it, knowing that we are good at things that matter to me. So this is a big one, I think, for us as parents. And I really, I see this a lot in my role as an educator, where parents really want what they want for their children. I have students that come into grade nine already knowing their life path, which is laid out by whom? You got it, their parents. So they don't get time to find their way and to make the mistakes and not make the teams and fail at some things in order to find their true path, which is, you know, set maybe by their strengths. A lot of times I will ask my students or even work with my son on his strengths. Um, and if you don't allow your child to fail at certain things and know that, hey, this is a clue. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. I should be doing something else and finding that purpose. We really have to let go sometimes as parents. Um, the next thing that um, the next factor or indicator that the Canadian Mental Health Association states that we should have in order to thrive is a sense of belonging getting along with others feeling good about their personal relationship and their social interactions I have to tell you I'm really alarmed by this this is what I see walking down the halls of high schools not just in my town or not just my school but schools everywhere that I visited is a student can now sit by themselves in total isolation in the hallway or in the cafeteria and be fine with it because they have their phone in front of their face. So they don't have to interact with anybody throughout the day and they can sit there and it be socially acceptable because they are looking at the phone, the screen on their phone. So, and I bet you some parents would be shocked to hear that this might be their child. So can you imagine going through a whole day and not having a sense of belonging, not having a relationship with another student in the school? And I see it all the time. And then this is, you know, this obviously doesn't help the next point made by the Canadian Mental Health Association is that they don't feel like they are part of big, something bigger than themselves. So we have all kinds of clubs and teams and hangouts. And when 
no one is inviting those students or they don't have friends that are, you know, in or hanging out with them. If they don't have a personal relationship with other students, um, they're not going to feel part of something bigger than themselves. So having your child be part of a club, whether it's inside or outside of school or lessons or a team, I'm telling you, it is vital for them to feel like they belong and have people in their life to support them. Because something is going to come up in your child's life and they are, you are not going to be the first person that they go to. So we want them to be surrounded with people who can help them. Contribution is next, but I'm going to come back to that. Hope and enjoyment. Having and being, having that optimism and being optimistic about their future, feeling good about themselves, liking and accepting themselves and expect that good things will happen. Oh, I tell you, this is one of the hardest things I think for sometimes as a teenage child. Um, when you do stand out and when you are different, um, this hope starts to dwindle and then the enjoyment obviously is not there. And again, it's about, um, you know, not having maybe the friends or the connections that need be, but are they optimistic about their future? What is their plan? And again, it's not our plan. We want what's best for our children, but to sit there and say, my son or daughter is going to be this when they graduate and grow up. They're going to take these courses starting in grade nine. They're going to go to this particular post-secondary education. They're going to enroll in these classes. They need this um, average. It's just ridiculous. And maybe you're taking the enjoyment out of school for your child because of, you know, dictating their path. So just a little self-reflection there, parents. And resilience. <laughs> oh, this could be a podcast in itself. Oh, the lack of resiliency. The lack of independence and resiliency that I see as an educator is alarming. So when we speak about resilience and refer to mental health, knowing that sometimes things are hard but you think that you did pretty well. So here's something that I catch my eight-year-old son saying, oh, I'm not good at math. And I would be like, like from if, if, if he wasn't good at math, I would be realistic with him. We would change the way he speaks about math, but I would, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not delusional. He's not bad at math at all. Like he comes home and his math worksheets that he does are, very, very well done. He gets perfect on his spelling, but he'll get one or two things wrong on his math. Immediately, his mind goes to, I am not good at math. I hear this all the time, right? We have our left brain thinkers and our right brain learners and thinkers. And of course, if you're a left brain, right, you're succeeding at certain elements and certain classes in high school. And if you're right brain, you're the more creative and you're more free flowing and you know, the arts are your gig, left brain sciences and maths. And then parents are stumped why their student or sorry, their child 
isn't good at, is great at say math, but lacks the creativity when it comes to the arts or the writing process, free flowing writing process of English. Well, you know, as much as we want them to be excellent at everything, they can't be. And you know what? It's okay. It is really okay. You know, medals for just showing up and not winning to me is absolute bullshit. And, you know, just because you came and played a game and everybody wins, that's not how life works. So if you are constantly wrapped as a child in bubble wrap, never failing, um, never getting, you know, doing bad on an assignment because you forgot it at home, but you phone your mom or you text your mom and she runs it to school so that, you know, there are consequences when you forget things. And you know what? It's okay. It's a learning process and something that our children need to experience to build up that resistance. Because I'm telling you, when they are little and they don't have this, this sense of failure, and then they come to high school and something happens like their very first girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with them, they don't know how to cope. And bad things happen sometimes because of this lack of resiliency. Knowing that they can't control everything, but they can take action where they can. What a beautiful sentiment by the Canadian Mental Health Association in terms of resilience. And last but not least, if you knock me down, I can get back up again. And you know what? I think as a parent, especially as a mom of a child who's very sensitive, (laughs) I really try to model that failure myself and openly speak about it. So if I don't get a promotion or if I, you know, don't get meet a deadline or, you know, you know, talk about how I, you know, bad marks in school and all of this stuff and just knowing, you know what, we all have high expectations of ourselves, but sometimes things won't go right and it's okay. You know, those, those books of don't sweat the small stuff. It's so true. Sometimes we can control what happens and sometimes we can't, but you know, we try our best and you get along. And again, I think the overlying message, because I've said it about 20 times, it's going to be okay. All right, let's talk about contribution. Now, this is what Growing Globals is all about. This is the, the, the method behind the madness here. This is why we are doing what we are doing, going out and volunteering with our children once a month in our local communities. Boom, contribution, giving back, knowing, letting our children know that what they do matters in the lives of others. Knowing that when they give their time to pack a food box, to make a meal, to fill a stocking, to clean up garbage around the, you know, the um, neighborhood, whatever that may be, knowing that no matter how old they are or how young they are, that they when they contribute, they make a difference. Knowing that through that contribution that they are useful and productive. So it was funny. Um, the first time we went to go and volunteer at the shelter house, uh, my son had never used a knife and cut stuff. Okay. 
So maybe I'm an awful mother. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He never used a knife and cut stuff. And all of a sudden I turned around and one of the workers said, here's a little knife, cut this up. And he went to town. She showed him how to do it. I was like, yes, he is useful and productive. And then him and his little friend were in charge of doing all the desserts and putting them on the rack. And I didn't stand there and help them. They had a job to do. I had a job to do. We you know, did it together so that that meal would be, a, you know, as, as wonderful as it could be. But they, he was feeling useful and then seeing his productivity, which is all about uh, contribution. Uh, letting our children know that they make the world a better place in their own way. And, you know, they, we could probably do a lot of the things that they um, that they are responsible for a lot quicker and a lot faster, but sometimes we have to kind of stand back and let them do their thing their own way and let them, you know, fumble through the bumps. And then knowing that they're making a difference, I am making a difference. I have my, I have an annual event every year for moms and this year's theme was moms make a difference because we do, we are the change makers, we are the leaders, we are the household, we run the households, we do everything. And we also model a lot for our children. And when a mom makes a difference in her life, it is immediately seen in the life of their child, which, you know, warms my heart. So just a review the aspects of good mental health, according to the Canadian Mental Health Association, is a sense of self, knowing, having a purpose and a sense of meaning, having a sense of belonging, contributing, having hope and enjoyment and resiliency. And again, that's the whole premise behind, and a lot of these actually fit into what we do at the Growing Globals, but giving back. And knowing that they're making a difference is what we are all about. And if you haven't liked our page here where you found this podcast, we are on Facebook at The Growing or Growing Globals. We're on Instagram under Growing Globals. And in January of 2019, we are going to be kicking off officially um, Growing Globals and having it open for you and your child and Again, being part of not only giving back to your community locally, but we are also teaming with Village Impact, a charity that builds schools in Kenya, and we are going to be building the libraries in those schools in Kenya. And it gives me goosebumps to even say that out loud, but we are so excited. And then not only can you contribute your time in your local community, um, monetary-wise, and get a tax receipt to Village Impact and the libraries. But now if you're ready for this, Mama, bringing your child to Kenya to visit the children and see the libraries that we are building. And that's going to be an option for a very small group of women coming um, in July of next year. So we're very, very excited. And I'm also really excited for you being here um, and listening to what we have to say here about growing globals and giving back. And I cannot wait to share this journey with you. And I hope one day that you join us. Take care.